The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host... A jelly donut! David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you, and I care. Barry Stein. I'm going to use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 8th, 2018, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And it's the long-awaited cigar pairing show, pairing movies and cigars by popular demand. Find out some of our favorite movies and cigars uh, that we should pair with them. Who smoked what in the movies and what should, be, what should we be watching while smoking cigars? Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right, here we go. The whole team's here. This is uh, something I've been looking forward to. Not me. You like movies. Yeah, yeah. you, you poo pooed it as soon as that letter came in, which is all the more reason I wanted to do it. Nicholas, great, great idea, Nicholas. Listen, Nicholas did a, a solid for us, and he sent in the idea, and uh, with the caveat that maybe it was stupid, he was right. <laughs> that said, I'm doing it anyway. I, think, I did enjoy myself in the process. I think you're just very embarrassed that when you name your number one movie as Brokeback Mountain and you pair it with Desperado, then we're going to abuse you. <laughs> We got popcorn. That'll be Mr. Jonathan making crunch noises. We got this nice microwave popcorn that we have. You refused and went with. I don't eat uh, microwave foods, so I made popcorn on the stovetop, spiced it up a little bit. If you listen to the Snack Authority, you learn that that isn't as good as this. I don't care. Okay. I don't eat microwave foods. All right. Hmm. Uh, Do you uh, smoke uh, Laura ADN or DNA? I do. All right. That's the first cigar we're going to smoke. Barry, tell us about it. Well, today's first cigar is La Aurora ADN Dominicano, a.k.a. La Aurora DNA. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for La Aurora, and we're about to light up the 7x47 Churchill, which features a wrapper from the Sabao Valley of the Dominican Republic. Cameroon, grown in Africa, is the binder, and the fillers are Dominican, Pennsylvania, and Nicaraguan, and it includes Andullo tobacco, and uh, it's part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single cigar will set you back eight sixty nine, while a box of twenty is one fifty two ninety nine, which is a savings of almost twenty one dollars, or twelve percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two. GuysCigars.com. This is a interesting blend. Cameroon binder, first <coughs> off. Then you're talking about Pennsylvania tobacco in there. And then Duyo, which is, if you've ever seen that in Duyo, it's almost like a, it's a, a petrified lock. tobacco, really. 
like a rock. Yeah. If you go to twoguyscigars.com and you go to the Laura Aurora DNA brand page, there's a video that shows you how it's done. Okay. Which is amazing that this basically brick uh, piece of stone, I mean, that's, I mean, it's the hottest thing you can imagine, is steamed so, so, so weighed that the layers peel off and this petrified, very, very old tobacco, could be hundreds of years old, gets now put into the cigar. So it makes it different for sure. If there's a different cigar out there, this is the one. And what also is different about it is the name of the brand is Laurora DNA, yet it says ADN on it because the way it's pronounced. Right. What DNA stands for in the U.S. is said ADN, the actual words in the Dominican Republic. So they say the words instead of the, or they still call it his DNA. Well, they, they call it ADN. We yeah. call it DNA. And it's the same thing. Same thing. All right. Let's give it a cut and light. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo nice. cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. We are in the presence of uh, great geekery. Today. Yeah, yeah. My friend Damon has something he's going to show you later on, uh, and I don't want to let the cat out of the bag because it may end up making its way on the show. It's that cool. So we're not going to see it on the show. It's after the show well, or during you, a break? We, this may be on a future episode. Really? It's that good. He's agreeing with you. <laughs> so the cold drawer has a very distinct taste, and I'm going to attribute that to the Anduyo tobacco. Would you say molasses? There's a sweetness. Uh, the inside of a raisin, like a, if you could make a Fig Newton out of raisins. It's a Fig Newton. Yeah, it's a no, Fig Newton. No, there's yeah. no Fig. It's Forget raisin. the cookie. It's the, it's the Correct. Fig Newton paste inside of a Fig Newton. It's raisin paste. Is that anything like then it wouldn't be ra- fig. raisin toast? I don't know why I even... <laughs> <laughs> or it's just raisin paste. I can see raisin toast. Ed Sullivan, that might be a record right there. The longest it's taken you to pull a drop. I was busy doing other things. I understand. You know, I, I have a whole rich life yeah. going on over here. In the and corner. all of a sudden, he has the raisin toast. And it's, yeah. Now I want Fig Newtons. Eat some popcorn and shut up. <laughs> We're gonna. It tastes different than everything else. Oh, we, for sure. For sure. Okay. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Stealth. The Vertigo Stealth features three jets, single action, meaning you press the button, the lid pops open, and ignites the flames all in one motion. You've got uh, a not-so-easy adjustment at the bottom. This is one of those lighters that you set the setting and, and forget it. It's a high, high-end lighter. But get this. Even with the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Giant tank. $29.99. Unbelievable. This is Barry's pocket lighter right here. That's the $100 lighter. Even the case that it comes in, the box that it comes in, you give this out, it's $100. looks $100, $29.99. And there's a bigger guy. I need to carry a bigger lighter because the small lighters look small compared to me. Too dainty. Yes. So crazy idea from a listener. We asked for you to send in these crazy ideas. I don't think they're so crazy. I think it was spot on. I think it's a great idea because thinking of things, people pairing food with cigars, and most people don't eat while they smoke, people doing alcohol with cigars, it's sometimes, I think, 
we just had it the other day where we had a scotch or something and a little bit overpowered the cigar itself, and then I, I lost the taste of the cigar. But in this taste test, or this pairing, it should not affect the taste of the cigar at all because we're pairing cigars with movies. Why would that affect the taste? No, it, it absolutely affects the taste. If you smoke one cigar on the beaches of Hawaii while you're drinking a, an umbrella drink and a pretty girl's bringing it over to you and keeps refilling it and you're looking out over a landscape, that exact same cigar is going to taste altogether different when you're behind your snowblower pushing two and a half feet of snow off your driveway. I agree. So the Because mood, of the humidity that behind the snowblower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mood that you're in when you smoke is going to change your smoking experience. So I don't want you to fluff off the idea that the, the movie itself, it, it, as I got into the, the research that I was doing, and yes, I did research, uh, it, it actually matters. It matters what you pair it with. What movie? Because of the mood that you're going to be in when you watch the movie. Yeah, you watch some horror flick or something, or you watch some sad movie or a happy movie. Right. Or a fun you're movie. You smoke a, a, like a darker tasting, those earthier notes with something that maybe is a little sad. Right. And then something a little brighter. You guys took this Done. serious. Yes. I kind of went for the comedic effect, but we'll get to that you later. Know what? Of, of course, Barry did not. Oh, you guys are really doing this? <laughs> Dude, I, 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 was, I was going three cigars at once going, nah, that doesn't work. Nah, get rid of it. If you this, watch this, this I'm, is the I'm one. exhausted. I watch movies for three weeks. <laughs> if I'm you, trying to gear up for this. No. If you watch a sad movie, your cigar could end up tasting like tears and desperation. Yes. You know that We've happens. Had, yes, it has happened. So we're going to take it for real. So the the only rule is, because there's, there's no right answer or wrong answer, I guess. Wrong. We'll see as this is going on. <laughs> but the caveat is that the movie that we all choose separately as their number one, we all other must watch that movie at least. Okay. Fairness to it, right? Yeah. Unless. Yeah. And that played a lot into my decision. Unless it's. The Godfather, that was the only movie that was <laughs> exempted. Because we got two clowns up here that feel like that that's their, their go-to when they're meeting a girl or something. Hey, I never watched The Godfather before. This is <laughs> this is what you bring. That's your game. I'm going to watch it now just because Jonathan hasn't watched it. Right. So, there I we want, go. so Heidi, I want it in my stocking for Christmas. All right. And then we'll talk about it. We'll have a whole show talking about The Godfather and what you smoke during it. Do you smoke cigars while you watch a movie? Yes. Not always, but yes. With Netflix and stuff, you can have it on your laptop, so yeah. I can take the movie outside with me on the deck, a nice mm -hmm. summer night, watch a movie, have a cigar. Awesome. It's, it is great. It's I, great. I concur. It is great. So I, But it's so... It, it, it made me think, and Nicholas, I, I know I gave you a hard time, and I'm sorry about the feud that you now have with my brother. He hates you <laughs> uh, because of all the nasty things you've said about me, uh, but... When when you when I'm going to watch a movie and I'm going to smoke a cigar, it's the most important decision that I make when it comes to cigars. If I'm smoking a cigar in the shop, I go in my humidor, I go, ah, I'll smoke this. It doesn't matter. But I'm watch. Oh, I'm I'm watching this movie. No, I got I I need something for this, and I'm you going to through the humidor. It. Correct. Yeah. You so it ends up being a thing. It it's does thing. end up being a thing. You should pair it, and how you pair it is going to matter, right? It's going to matter in a big way, I think. 
I'm and when I'm picking my favorite movies, I'm not picking a movie that is a great movie. Oh, this movie was a great cinematographic, whatever <laughs> cinematography, whatever. Say that five times fast. Uh, or or uh, it was written very well, or the actors. It's a movie that, as I'm flipping the channels, I will stop at this movie. Yes. So I've watched it already 20 times, and here it is again, and it makes me stop, and it could be in the middle of it, because I've seen it 20 times, it doesn't matter where I hit it, and I'm going to stay, and I'm going to end up finishing it. It's, it's going to stop me every single time. You're not picking the ones you see in film class, like no, Citizen Kane. Not at all. Not, not me. But that's what I'm going with. Stuff that I watch over and over again. And if I watch it over again, over again and you guys never watched it, well, you need to watch it. And that's where I'm at. And I yep. hope that's what I get back at you, as opposed to some ridiculous thing that you're going to make me sit through three hours <laughs> of, of some. Well, we're just the longest movie ever ever done, or you know, some stupid thing. I, I can so, tell you that, that my number one hours. every time it's on, I'll watch it. All right, so that's improbable. You, uh, my number one, I don't think has ever played on TV ever. So you I don't think you got time to change nope, that number one. I'm not changing it. Gay porn. <clears throat> <laughs> It ain't Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> you're going to wish it was. <laughs> and then what do you eat while you're watching movies? And is that going to play a part in the cigar that you're going to choose? Uh, obviously, if I go out to the movies, it's popcorn. But um, Or if, I like to go to movie theaters that have little restaurant type things. So you can get pizza or you can get pretzels or whatever, something different yeah. with the popcorn. But at home, uh, that's you know me. I like to cook. So I make a meal. And then You're I sit down and I eat the meal and I smoke my cigar and I'm watching the movie and it's a whole what? thing. Fantastic. It's the best. Fantastic. See, at home, I'll put the subtitles on. I'll eat potato chips because you, you don't have the, the subtitles on. You can't hear what they're saying <laughs> over the crunch. So it's potato yeah. chips, Doritos. Yeah? Salty snacks, yeah. but not so much popcorn? No. Not a big thing for you? You know what I like? I like the, the snow caps. Oh, I do too. I get that every time. My wife's like, what are you, freaking 80? That that's what you're going to be getting? That's the most old school candy, but I love it. I've liked them since a little kid. I like the little snow caps. I like popcorn at home with the um, Frank's hot sauce. Here, just sprinkle on a, it. Take a little bit of this. Did you do this? Just take a little bite. What do you got? <laughs> Something's on it. Oh, yeah. It's like a dry rub? Yep. A little bit of a dry rub, but I also, in the oil, I put uh, some hot sauce. Frank's hot sauce sprinkled on it. Michael Jackson thing. That's what he did. And I heard that about him, and so I stopped doing it. So you put it on the popcorn it. itself? Yep. It gets yep. soggy that way. Not so much. You know, my wife does the same thing. Really good. Everything gets hot sauce. Well, just because Michael Jackson does it doesn't Well, I said this is the oddest thing. Why would you end up doing it? You know, the... Um, the hot sauce that's made for buffalo wings right. has butter mixed into it. Yeah. So it's butter with hot sauce. Right. It's fantastic. Let me teach you how to do it's it. Not sauce you melt the butter. No, buffalo has nothing to do with it. It's weird. <laughs> you melt the butter. You put the hot sauce in the butter. And when you go grocery shopping, you ask just for a couple of paper bags. Put the eggs in a paper bag for me, please. <coughs> the paper bag's important. I got gotcha. you. You put the popcorn inside the bag. And then you pour the butter and hot sauce over the top and you shake, shake it, it. Yeah. and it catches all the extra stuff. You end up with light, fluffy, slightly flavored popcorn that's not all greasy on your hands. Well, I hate the plastic bag because then it's just rubbing on your hand over and over. So paper bag is paper the, way bag's the way to go. And then pour it into uh, a bowl. Into a bowl. I'm in. That's the way to go. Um, what else? Last. Um, 
last uh, movie, do, do you go to the movies to... To the movie theater? Yeah, I think the last one I saw was the Avengers movie in the theaters. I go back even further than that. The last movie I saw in the theater was Interview with a Vampire. Really? Yeah, we're talking 20 years. Wow. Yeah. I'd rather watch it at home. I'd rather watch it at home, too. I don't even know what the hell the last movie. I, I, I wrote this thing down, and I'm like, can't go back that far. I can't figure out what it was. You didn't see Step Brothers in the movie theater? No. Really? No. It, when we had started the show that night, it was on like HBO or whatever it was, and we were talking about it. That's how the whole thing started because it was on that, and I never knew it even existed of whatever's happened in the movies. And nowadays, you can watch something at home that isn't a movie theater. A lot of times, you can. I'd rather do that. Although I, you know, the, the place up here we have that you can eat chunkies. Chunkies, yeah, not bad. Oh, that's what I saw. Black Mask, which was the. Um, Whitey Bulger's movie, I went to Black Mask, and I saw it there. So that was the last movie I saw. Black Mass. Mask. No, Mass. M-A-S? M-A-S-S. Oh, Black Mass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which actually wasn't very good. No. Yeah. But, but you're, at chunk, you're at Junkies, yeah. so you can get a burger, some fries. Some alcohol. Appetizer, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all a that. whole thing. I'll get a full bar. They do. <clears throat> uh, favorite type of movie? Horror, romantic, comedy, sci-fi, mob movies, obviously not. <laughs> I, I think Jonathan <laughs> likes the chick flick. Do you like the chick flick type of thing? No. I can't sit through that. Not necessarily. I'm more into comedies. I like action type stuff. Yeah, the Marvel movies, comedies. Mob movies too. Once you've seen Goodfellas, there's no reason to see anything else. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, I like all the Transformer stuff, all that. I do really? like some of the sci-fi things. You I know, don't the do sci-fi Superman at all. versus Batman. And I've seen none of those. I saw like the first Batman that ever came out, and that's with the Joker with uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Great, the, great yeah, movie. Had Prince music in it. Yeah. That was, and that was where it ended for me. But I'm not a sci-fi guy and stuff. I know I'm missing the whole boat on that, but. No, it's a fun little departure. You get going to kind of fantasy land. I'm not collecting the toys or any of that crap, but I like to, uh, I don't know, just kind of let you zone out for a little bit. Yeah, the only genre I want to watch is horror. I, I do not do horror movies. After Silence of the Lambs, I couldn't watch scary movies. That's not a scary movie. Oh, he lives <laughs> at the end. He eats people's faces. <laughs> that was a great And movie. there was no Googling back then. You mm. couldn't look up to see if Hannibal Lecter was real, so I just assumed he was, and it was based okay. on a true story. That was it. I remember seeing... Um the one with Linda Blair turns her head around. Exorcist. Yep. I went to the drive-in movie. My brother took me with his girlfriend, and there I was watching that. They're making scared out in the, the back seat, and you're scrapping your pants in the front. Scared the crap out of oh, me. But if you watch it now, it's just funny. Yeah? You, you remember back in the day, they were saying they have to give out barf bags in the movie theaters. Certain movies. Oh, yeah. yeah certain but. movies. You had a sign, waivers. They had all kinds of gimmicky stuff. Back in the day, when you go they, to the movies, they used to have the subconscious things too. In the beginning, where it would flash, flash popcorn in the back of your mind, you would pick it. You wouldn't see it, but you would pick it up. Yeah, you know, popcorn and Jonathan's taste snowflakes or whatever it was that he eats. Yeah, snowcaps. <laughs> and the boss likes him too, by the way. He hit me more of as a goober person or a raisin raisinette. Did you guys have... Uh, this is, by the way, not tasting any more at all like the um, raisins or the um, Fig Newton. 
No, it's got a, a, a little bit of a spice component. It does have a little some, bit. It has a lot of spice. It has the. Uh, it does have some back end sweetness to it, though. There's definitely some sweetness. There's a little bit of an oaky component as well. Like a well. sweet and sour almost on the finish. I got spice and and like charcoalish. Uh, it's pretty heavy. Hmm. What would you rate in in terms of strength? Because the La Aurora website gives it. A number on the on the strain scale. And I'm curious how I'd far give off it a six, seven. Yeah, six for me. And uh, they call it an eight and a half. Really? Well, yeah. we're we're very early on on the yeah. Churchill, right? Yeah, it's seven inch cigar here. It's going to hit the pocket at the five inch mark, and then we'll know we'll which, know what it, where it hits. Which I was happy to see was the classic Churchill size, right? Mm-hmm. Seven by forty seven. This is a forty seven, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, so this is a real Churchill, right? Unlike the Winston Churchill that we smoked, it was a little little too thick to be a Churchill, yeah. but everything's getting bigger. Well, a lot of them are 50s now. They're calling yeah. it a Churchill just because it's closer to 7-inch instead yeah. of the 6 by 50. That's what I see most people do. All right. I think it's uh, time to start going through these. So let's go to a break, and when we come back... Uh, what was the first movie you saw uh, with your girlfriend, I want to know later on, uh, that became your wife? Girlfriend that became your wife. So we all have a wife here. We're going to get to that. And we're going to be begin pairing. We're going to have uh, five movies and uh, what cigar to pair it with. And then we're going to actually watch that movie uh, later on today. Uh, we're live at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Jose Dominguez from Jose Dominguez Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
And we're back. We're talking movies and cigars. We're pairing the two together today. But first, Barry, I want to go to you first because I know Heidi's actually watching. Yes, she is. So uh, what was the first movie that you saw with your girlfriend that later became your wife? She made me sit through every Twilight movie. One after the other after the other. It was an all-day affair. And I actually kind of liked it. Twilight, which is Twilight Zone? No, Twilight. It's a movie about vampires and uh, werewolves, and it's very homoerotic. It's, it's it's a teenage movie. Yeah, is that the one with the teams, like Team Edward versus Team whoever? Yeah, I believe that that's it. But yeah. I watched them one after the other. And this is at home. This is at home. But you didn't go to the movies with her ever. I've never been to the theater with her. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You got to do that. Yeah, there's a Chunkies by me now, so I might. Yeah, go go see a movie. If he can drink, he'll go. I know, it's all about the drinking. I'm not sure which one we saw first, but at the theater, we saw Bad Santa, and we saw Pirates of the Caribbean. They were out kind of close to each other there, same year. So I don't know which one we saw first, but it was one of those two. Pirates of the Caribbean, guy movie. And what was the other one? Bad Santa. Guy movie. So? So you pulled off the guy movie thing on your first date. Movie date. Yeah. But Pirates of the Caribbean had an underlying love story to it, too. So it wasn't a total guy film. Yeah. How about you, Ed Sullivan? No idea. Not even the foggy. Really? No. How about the first wife? No idea. No idea. No. Oh. I mean, I was just going to say, I know what yours is, so I was just going to say that. But uh, but it, 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 was it a first date thing or something? Going to take taking it to the movies? Like, that was my first date. No, no. We had dinner. Okay. we I had dinner, too, but dinner and a movie, right? No movie. Really? That's a safety net. That's a safety net. First date. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What if we have nothing to say? We better go to a movie. And how about mine was... Purple Rain, but it was a matinee. It was a daytime. So it was cheap lunch. Bastard. It wasn't for cheap. It was, I, I worked nights. I was a nightclub disc jockey. I know her from there. And it was uh, an afternoon. You both had to go out later that night. Right, right. Which I had to go to work and she had to go dancing. So uh, that was movies it. were like three, four dollars to go see the movie. I'm sure. So now, what now, is it now? We were now the candy's three or four dollars. They're north of ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. Although they got the fancy theaters now with the big recliners, and some of them will bring you food in the theater. Yeah, nice. Yeah. All right. Maybe I have to go see Mr. Jonathan's The Movie Theater, because you said you probably can't get it on TV. <laughs> on TV. Yours? Uh, it's on Netflix. I oh, checked. all right. All right, so I'm going to start. Let's let's begin this, and I'm going to start with number five, and we'll all go through it number five, and I'm going to start because I'm the oldest one. We'll go by age. Um and mine goes back in a long time because I'm that old. So I'm going back to 1973. Robert Redford teams up with Paul Newman to take revenge on a ruthless crime boss. Elaborated schemes, the big con unfolds. However, things don't go according to plan and require last-minute changes. Uh, the Sting, 1973. Do you ever see it? No. Barry? Yeah, I've seen it. It was one of my dad's favorite movies. I actually enjoyed it. Because I'm old. And you saw it, Ed Sullivan? Absolutely, when it came out. Really? Okay. Cause On a date? Eat? No. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's it. That's <laughs> uh, So you never saw The Sting? 
Mm-mm. So as I go through mine, most of mine are not going to be that you end up seeing. Great movie. So you're saying that you've seen The Sting on TV. And I stop each time it's on. Oh, it's me TV. I forget what you watch. That's why. You've, you've <laughs> but it's anything. As you're flipping through, it's, it's, it's an old, great, great movie. You'll, you'll enjoy it. You should watch it. That's my number five. How about you, Ed Sullivan? My number five, I'm sure. Oh, I got a pair. I got a pair. I got a pair. Oh, yeah. So here's what I'm pairing with it Whooped La Comida Black Honey. Sting. 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 I see what you're doing there. Uh, Uh, uh. So there's my connection. That's the honeycomb band. And we still have some left. Yes, we do. That is the dumbest pairing (laughs) I've ever heard in my entire life. It's the oh, sting. Oh, wait, 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 nothing, wait, I haven't gone on. yet. <laughs> <laughs> Your pairing has nothing to do with the cigar itself. It has to do with the fact that there's a. It has. It references a bee, which is a sting, and the name of the movie is the sting. That's not a pairing. It is a pairing. We're gonna see when you get there. You see where I'm going. That's Ed Sullivan sees loser, where I'm going. Loser pairing I've ever heard in my life. Hold on. You didn't ever <laughs> saw the movie. So how can you pair it? Yeah. It's like picking the cigar yeah. of the year and you don't have the contenders pack. You can't do it. So you you have not seen the movie, so you have to shh. You say nothing this I've, time. I've Game seen set the match. Movie. David Garofalo. There we go. And it's a perfect pairing. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you yellow jacket. With the yellow jacket. Yeah. Okay, my first film, I don't go to the movies, I see films, Okay, is about an ambitious young jazz drummer in pursuit of rising to the top of his elite music conservatory. Hmm. Ring any bells? No. Michael Herklot story? Terrence Fletcher, J.K. Simmons, you know who he is. No. No. Oh, yes, you do. He's J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. All right. No? Yeah. All right. It's the movie's called Whiplash. Came out in 2014. J.K. Simmons. I don't know it. Won an Academy Award for his wow. performance in that. His um, instructor really terrorizes him. I mean, it's it's got deep psychological, and I'd like that sort of thing. You I could see that. So, That'd be a good pairing for you. Yeah. That movie. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought. Um, you know, okay, how am I going to tie in a cigar? So I went the J. Jonah Jameson route, and I studied Spider-Man reels to try to figure out what J. Jonah smokes in these. And, boy, I couldn't get enough resolution to zero in on the band. And then after spending, you know, a half hour doing that, I said, ah, screw it, I'll just smoke a Neanderthal with it, even though it has nothing to do with the movie. So what's the name of the movie again? It's called Whiplash. 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 And the chat room is saying it's a great movie. Right? It, really? It really is. It uh, scored 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Typically, the stuff that gets the big high ratings and win the awards and stuff, I don't care for. Maybe they, they go too deep and they're too much, too much to pay attention to. Dave doesn't want to be moved by his movies. He wants to be entertained. Right. This one, I, I wouldn't call it deep necessarily. It was disturbing. Okay. All right, and that's Ed Sullivan goes for disturbing. Disturbed. Yeah, <laughs> Ed Sullivan. Okay, who's older here? Various. That would be me. Uh, so my movie came out on Halloween in 1997, and it uh, starred Mark Wahlberg, Burt Reynolds, Julianne Moore. Oh, boy. And oh, uh, the movie is Boogie Nights. Ah. And it's the story of a young man's adventure in California pornography in the late <laughs> 70s and 1980s. 
And uh, I pair that cigar with an Asylum 8x80. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> <laughs> he went with the large cigar. <laughs> at least, that the dumbest? No, at okay. least that would make sense. <coughs> Interestingly, uh, I've also got the Asylum 8x80 going with one of my movies. <laughs> well, but you say nothing about he ended up with Neanderthal. Of this movie that really has nothing no, to do I with do, the Neanderthal. No, I do agree with him that that's stupid, but it, mm-hmm. I would rather have no connection to the cigar <laughs> than the connection you tried to make. I'm, which I nailed, by the way. See, I had Neanderthal in one of my honorable mentions. I, I had that pairing with uh, Encino Man. Oh, I was going to pair it with Caveman. You remember that yep. with Barbara Bach, I think? Wow. All right. Look, go ahead. My movie is an hour and 34 minutes long. All right. I can, <clears throat> I can suck that yep. up. This is number five. You won't have to watch okay. this, but you've seen it already. A uh, couple of notable quotes. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Yeah. Great. I love scotch. Great movie. Yes, I do. I don't know if you know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. People know me. I'm very important. It's Anchorman from 2004. The legend of Ron Burgundy. I heard that Ron Burgundy. I heard the same thing. That podcast. has a podcast. The Ron Burgundy uh, podcast. I came across the podcast as I was doing my research. Did you watch it? I listen didn't, to no, it? I, other movies I had to look up. I'm but. interested in listening to a podcast. How interesting that he takes one of his characters and he says, okay, that person is doing Well, that's podcast. by far his most successful portrayal of any character is the Ron Burgundy. Did That's, you like part two? Loved it. Really? Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> a little over the top, but loved it. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm pairing that with Davidoff Winston Churchill, the late hour Churchill for a couple of reasons. It's Scotch cask aged tobacco. Scotch is referenced in the yeah. movie. Uh, and I'm pairing that also with Oban 14, which is my favorite Scotch. And I got myself a little party going on there. But that's it, because they mentioned scotch, and that's your connection, and that's it. I mentioned something that has the sting. If you know you're going to watch Ron Burgundy, the the anchorman, the the legend of Ron Burgundy, you're excited about that, right? Yes. And would you not be excited to smoke the late hour Churchill? Yes. Okay. So there's there's dual excitement happening. And I'm I'm not saying they don't go together. I'm saying you're saying mine didn't go together, which mine was Yours is based on the name. And yours is based on that they're both... They have scotch in the movie. He mentions the word scotch in the movie. (laughs) A couple of extra times in the outtakes, too. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, backing up a little bit, Janine Perdomo's in the chat room on Facebook, and she says Whiplash is one of Nick Perdomo's favorite movies. Wow. Uh, I got to say, since Janine's watching, uh, my honorable mention is Fight Club. It's two hours and 19 minutes, which would be five Perdomo 12-year half Coronas, (laughs) and I would alternate (laughs) between the Sun Grown and the Connecticut and nice. Starting and ending with the sun grown, uh, and pair that with nitro cold brew. That was my so honorable mention. They're going to fight it out, I guess. Yes, right? back Correct. and forth. Then, and they're not going to talk about it. That's the first rule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's our first round. That's round five. Let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. 
So yesterday, the uh, government budget for 2019 was due, but they did an extension to December 21st. As cigar smokers, it's important to keep an eye on this because there's an exemption for premium hand-rolled cigars via the House Agriculture Appropriation Bill. Uh, last year, that language was stripped at the last minute. But let's keep our fingers crossed and hope that they do put the budget out. Hopefully, by the 21st, that exemption will remain. I think you can hope in one hand and crap in the other, and I know which one's going to fill up first. I tend to agree. Uh, Salim Hanono has left A.J. Fernandez as chief operations officer almost a year to the date of accepting the job. Boy, they go through people like, uh, yep. unbelievable. That's A.J. Fernandez, Dave. <laughs> and there's no word yet where he might wind up or who will take his place. An employee was charged this week with embezzling $4 million from Swisher International. Wow. The person worked as an accountant where she created fake invoices to a friend's company in Georgia, and she was an employee since 2009. You can add Turkey to the growing list of countries moving to plain packaging. The measure, which begins in 2019, requires 85% of the packaging to be a warning label and the rest uniform across all products on the market. We've reported over the last two weeks that the FDA was looking to ban menthol tobacco and flavored tobacco, with California joining the movement. This week, 21 senators, all Democrats, signed a letter calling for the FDA to ban both. And lastly, Dave... This week, a rare humidor of 50 1492 cigars was sold at auction for $31,000. We know that's your Holy Grail cigar. Were you the buyer? I was not the buyer. I am willing to buy a single cigar at their cost. A single cigar. The cost of the person that bought the lot. Yes. So that takes it into a few hundred bucks anyway per cigar. Yeah, north of 500, I think. Yeah. Only because I never had that one. It's rolled up tobacco leaves, man. It's just, I did every single thing. It's been on a long list. The whole list has been taken care of. It's the last one standing. That's it. It's the last cigar, and everybody's looked for it. You can't get it. There's a, an auction in 34000 No way. And that's what's up in the cigar world. All right. Next week, we're going to talk about the history of cigar bans. Uh, banning cigar, not banned. But bands, history of cigar bands. Thank you for that clarification. All right, because I know you were going to jump all over me on that. I have uh, many leather-bound books, you know, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. Ah, you got a whole <laughs> bunch of lines from that movie, right? All right, let's get back to that. Let's start with number four, and I'll start with, uh, with myself. The other thing, I, and I, because you, you beat me up on this a little bit, Winston Churchill, The Late Hour, is a regal cigar, and Ron Burgundy acts regal through the entire movie, so you can play along with him by smoking that yes. high-end cigar. It's good. It's a great pairing. It, I didn't say it was a bad pairing at all. It was a great pairing. But then I said, you said mine was terrible. It was on the same premise. Of- it is not the same premise at all. There's a B on the, on the picture of the band, and this thing says Sting in the movie title. That's not a pairing. You got to watch the movie, and it'll all come together. Oh, please. <laughs> that the guy gets the little red nose at the end of it, oh, like yeah. the bee stung him in the nose, but it wasn't that. <laughs> huh? Yeah. They all touch their nose over and over, right? It's part of the thing. Got to see the movie. You can't beat it up if you, don't, if you don't do it. You can't say, this is the best cigar if you haven't smoked the other ones. You got to do it all. Back to my choice. Number four, <laughs> the Blues Brothers. 1980. I could have written that down for you. It's a concert and a comedy. Pure entertainment. It's a classic. Perfect pairing with the Recluse Los Cabos with the blue band on it. Blues, blue band. It's a vacation. 
It's a party. Um, I'm not going to beat you up on that one. Not many cigars use blue, by the way. It's one of those colors to stay away from, people say, that it's not a selling type of thing. I disagree with that, but that's what people say. Um, my favorite color is blue, and uh, it's one of my new favorite cigars, the Recluse Los Cabos. So that is my number four. The Blues Brothers, <laughs> you know you love it. Great movie. Great movie. We're talking the original, not the yeah, remake. Another right? movie I saw. Even it. the remake was good. Saw it at the movie theater the day it came out. In, the, yeah. in, the, in, this, in the early times and stuff, as a nightclub disc jockey, I had nothing to do in the daytime. I'd go see these things yeah. the day they came out because I'm looking for stuff to do instead of hanging around a cigar shop all day like you used to do. Correct. <laughs> all day. So that's uh, number four for me. What do you got, Ed Sullivan? I'm going back to 1984, the year after I graduated from college for This Is Spinal Tap. Mm, great flick. The amp goes to 11. It does. It does. And now the cigar to pair with that won't initially make much sense, but there is a connection. So the cigar would be the Macanudo Cafe Baron de Rothschilds. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, You're I'm not getting. I'm huh? not following along, but all right. Who, who? Sounds British, and so is the movie. Sounds British. No, who? Who is the interviewer in that movie? Is he a baron of some kind? No, he's the meathead. He's Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, meathead. meathead. Okay. From All in the Family, and Archie Bunker smoked. The Macanudo Cafe. Ah, so three three ways of separation. Ed Sullivan's in the lead right now. As the worst? That's the dumbest pairing yeah. I've ever heard in my entire life. I knew life. I could get him. <laughs> That's terrible. Yes. That's like six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon or whatever. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Barrett's? Well, my next pairing is a movie that came out in 1994, and it was about two imprisoned men who bond over a number of years. It was based on a short story by Stephen King, starred Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman. That movie is The Shawshank Redemption. Great, great movie. Love it. Phenomenal. I stop at that, too. And the pairing for that is Charter Oak, because at the end of the movie, Red had to go dig up something by a tree. Yeah. Which let him know to find Tim Robbins. And they both enjoyed life. Good. Prison. Prison. I think it's good. You're I, shaking your I head, love Mr. Jonathan. That's good, right? I love it. And I still get angry every time that movie gets mentioned. Yeah? Well, yeah, because it should have won the Academy Award that year. And instead, Forrest Gump won. Yeah. Which I watched for the first time last week. Did you? First Forrest time Gump ever. is a great movie, Interesting. Though. Well done yep. to, to connect all those things together. My next movie is Forrest Gump. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh, came out in 1994. It is an hour and 41 minutes long, which is an important thing to know. Uh, a couple of quotes from the movie are, Smoking! Mm. And, That's a spicy meatball! The Mask. The Mask. Stanley Ipkiss, or Did Jim not even Carrey, sit through the whole thing. No. Is a bank clerk that is an incredibly nice man, and unfortunately he's too nice for his own good. And as a pushover when it comes to confrontations, another one of the worst days of his life, he finds a mask that depicts Loki, the Norse night god of mischief. Now when he puts it on, he becomes his inner self, a cartoon, romantic, wild man. I couldn't sit through it. Well, I, I checked know. out. It was not good. Jim Carrey overrated. No. Phenomenal. And for that movie, I'm smoking the Cro-Magnon Fumarian. For the green. 
Correct. Color. Yeah. All right. So that's why he was okay with my Blues Brothers thing. Ah, because he said I'll get beat up on the same color. It's the same color. How can you not smoke it? You got to smoke a Candela with that movie, and maybe you have like a little mint julep. (laughs) Not a mint julep, but a julep. Yeah, the julep. That's how I spelled it, and that's how I'm going to say it. All right. Where are we now? We're on number three. All right. Let's do number three. It starts with me. Uh, 1975, Jack Nicholson, best picture, best actor, best director, best actress. Group of nuts. Remind me of the people in the cigar lounge someday in this place. (laughs) One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Great movie. You saw it. Yep. You've seen it. Parts of it, not the whole thing, start to finish. God, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, And what do you pair with that? Asylum, right? Straight jacket. You have to. Perfect. Perfect pairing. That's a slam dunk, I guess. And it's a great movie. You hate to admit it. Go I ahead. Do. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> they ring the bell for yourself. Yeah, you you can say it. Go ahead. It's good. And it might be the best one so far, so I'll put a little circle next to that. The Winston Churchill's still damn good. Yeah, you were reaching. All right, Ed Sullivan, go ahead. All right, and now we got, I think, our first repeat of one that's what? already been said. Wow. From 1994, I also have <coughs> Shawshank Redemption. Damn it, I thought you were going with the mask. No. No way. And, Jonathan, you're going to love this one. You know what I'm pairing with that? I don't. The Upsetters Django. All right. You know why? Shawshank no. Redemption, Redemption Song, Bob Marley, Reggae. Again, you're separating the degrees, six degrees of, separa- yep. of separation. You're the master of that. <laughs> <laughs> That one, uh, that one kind of works, though. You like that one? That kind of works. I dig that. All, All right. right. Where my, you at, Barrett? My number three movie came out in 1978, but it took place in 1962 at a college where Dean Vernon Warmer was determined to expel an entire fraternity. It was written by Harold Ramis. It starred John Belushi. And the cigar that I paired that with is Leaf by Oscar. Not mentioning the name of the movie. Animal House. Animal House. Did it really course. need to be mentioned? Really? No. Uh, you know what? I don't think it lived up to its thing. It was really funny that I, I saw it when it came out. See, a movie it, like that can never be made today. Everybody would be too offended by yeah, some stuff in there. But I don't think it. it I don't think it. What's the connection well. with Leaf by Oscar? Toga. Oh God. The, the leaf around it is like a toga. 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 Barry is now in first place. Yeah. He is in first place. All right. My movie came out in 1994, and there's a passage I've got memorized. It's Ezekiel 25, 17. If you've got to memorize, don't look. of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. And it goes on that Samuel L. Jackson, in one of the most iconic readings of his life, from the movie Pulp Fiction, the best part about that movie is it, it, you're watching the movie in an odd order. And you, you by yes. the end, you start putting the, the pieces of the puzzle together. So my pairing, because that's a two-hour and 34-minute movie, you're going to need more than one cigar. So I got three cigars from the same family, and you've got to smoke them out of order. You got the Aladino Corona, Corona for dessert. You smoke that first, and then you go back-to-back with two Aladino Corona reserves, and you got the whole movie. You're smoking Aladino throughout the whole thing. Boom. And Aladino, why? <clears throat> That has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> That's not true. 
because the Aladino Carojo Reserva would represent the Samuel L. Jackson character. He's a little aggressive at first. He's kind of grumpy all the time. And then the uh, Corona for dessert would be, um, now I'm drawing a blank on it. See, the cigar to smoke that would, would be Davidoff Royal Salamone or the Royale. Royale. So, no. Barry, the Royale no. with cheese. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. <laughs> no. You do not. No. Yes. No. And no pork. Bring out the gimp. <laughs> no pork. That's why he liked it. Yeah, that pairing is terrible. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense at all. You even forgot how to connect it. We now have a new leader for the worst pairing. Yes. And that would be Mr. Jonathan. That's the worst pairing yet. It's not Great ideal. cigar, great movie. The pairing is terrible. That's I would, what goes I would smoke those with that movie. All right, so we're on to number two. Um, the best movie in 1977 and a big moneymaker, Sly Stallone, made a great movie, and uh, some are better than others, but he created a great franchise there. Uh, actually, the best movie uh, was the uh, Rocky Four, but I have to pair uh, that with another cigar. The best pairing is uh, Rocky, the movie, 1977, Rocky One with the Rocky Patel Vintage 1990, <laughs> which is his first Rocky Patel. If you go with the pairing of the Rocky Patel number four, you got to go with the hammer and sickle. I'm with you. Which is the <laughs> Ivan Drago one. But I'm going to go with Rocky one and it's Rocky good. Patel Vintage it's 1990. Good. It's good. And there we go. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> it's good. All right. You've all saw Rocky. Yes. Of course. Of course. They haven't saw The Godfather, so I put it up there with that. You know, it's, it's you know. <clears throat> Cut me, Mick. <laughs> yeah. The first one. Do you, do you have a, a choice of Rocky movies? Uh, it's tough. I, I really like three a lot. That's with... Uh, I liked... Yeah, I like three. You even went to the new one, right? Oh, yeah, I've seen them all. Yeah. And I'll see Creed 2. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's Rocky 2. Because the first one left you disappointed. He didn't win. I like three, how it tied everything together. He helps beat Clubber Lang, and then they you fight. Were, you for were the too third young time. when that came out. It was so friggin' big. I, I saw it in the theaters. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah? My uncle took me. Wow, that was unbelievable. Uh, Epic. Yeah. Epic movie. For sure. And something as a Rocky one's on. Again, another one I, I stop. Yeah, the only one I don't stop is the one with Ivan Drago. Really? Yeah, That's I, didn't, I didn't like that one. Oh, I thought that one was the best one. Yeah, that one was awesome. The whole coming awesome. to America thing. Yeah. I, just, I don't like James, James Brown, Brown yeah. with his comeback. Yeah, see, I'm not a James <laughs> Brown guy. So. All right. Um, All right, go ahead. All right. So my number two goes to 1972, and it is The Godfather. Uh-oh. You were told not to do that. No, he just can't pick it as his number oh, one if he expects right. us to watch it. And he's not the boss of me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went for the obvious on this one and just went with the Toscano Classico. Okay. You know. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Italian mob bosses and you got an Italian cigar. Absolutely. All right. That's good. So Solid. You, you should see the movie then. No. That's what you want. You, you do. That's a, a perfect pairing. You definitely want to smoke a Toscano watching that movie. I think so. And on Rotten Tomatoes, The Godfather has 
You yeah, don't see anything much higher than that. What do you got, Barrett's? All right, my next movie came out in 1990. It takes place in November of 1984 when the Soviet Union's best submarine captain is in their newest sub, and he heads to the U.S. Is he trying to defect, or is he looking to start a war? And his uh, English-Russian accent, Sean Connery, <laughs> is iconic. The Hunt for Red October. And, of course, you pair that with Hammer and Sickle Tradition. I got to say, I've never watched it. Really? Yeah. I should put that down. Hunt, uh, hunt for Red October? Yes, sir. You saw it? I have seen it. Yep. Am I the only one here? Ed Sullivan, you saw it too? I can't even remember. I think I saw a part I of think it. I read the book too as a kid. I read the book. I've had to see it north of 20 times. Yeah? See, maybe that's a go-to. Maybe I'm missing something here. All right. The uh, movie, next movie for me, could have been my number one. And you guys would have all really enjoyed watching this movie. But I had to go with my other number one. So this is from 1991. Uh, my quote from the movie is long ago, the Duke of Milan commissioned a little known artist to erect a mammoth statue of a horse. The time was 1481. The artist was Leonardo da Vinci. The guy on the donkey is just a guy on the donkey. It's Hudson Hawk. I saw it. Very weird. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. And, and there's, a, there's a spot in the movie when um, Hudson Hawk, Eddie Hawkins, gets out of jail and his buddy puts Tommy puts the thumb cuffs on him and it takes him two minutes and 31 seconds or whatever to get out of the thumb cuffs and Sing, so I singing the song I, having the, they sang the songs based on the time that the song yeah, would, would go espresso. yeah interesting um, so because of that challenge with the thumb cuffs I bought thumb cuffs and I'm good at getting out of thumb cuffs I can I can manipulate the lock and really yeah, I can do it All right. uh, so I, I picked a cigar that's a little bit of a challenge for me to smoke which is the Bandolero Cola Sale. That's the big one. And that's the reason. Because that's tough to get through. It's, so. Yeah, it's a long cigar. It's a good long movie. Movie's a little weird, but I love it. It is weird. Mr. Goodbar. It's <laughs> got some crazy stuff. Would you like to swing on a star? Right. Which is a great song. Okay, that's it for for now. Yep, that's our top four. All right. Uh, for Thoughts here on the La Aurora DNA as we uh, approach break here? Definitely kicked up in the spice department now that we've hit that part yep. of the tips at the five-inch mark. So I would say this could be an eight in strength. It did pick up. I was at a seven. You guys were at six. I was at a seven. I went to an eight. I'm not getting any yeah. tightness in my chest or anything. I mean, as far as as far as far the strength of the, the power of the tobacco itself, I'm still... Yeah, Full flavored. Yeah, I'm like six, seven on the strength, but as far as the flavor goes, we've definitely gone into the eight, nine yeah. range. Full, full palate engagement. Do you remember the candy bar Charleston Chew? Yeah, no. Well, I lived in Everett, which is where they made them. That's this cigar. A little bit of nougat, a little bit of chocolate. It's Charleston Chew. Charleston Chew. Now, I love it when you smoke a cigar and it takes you somewhere that you haven't been in a long time. Yeah, I probably haven't had a Charleston Chew in like 35 years. But that's what I taste. I can't believe you actually have seen Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Seen it a few times. That'd be another one. I'd, I'd stop, depending where it is. Bunny, ball, ball. Yeah. The dog jumps out the window. It's great. And, you know, with the Charleston Chew, you can freeze it and crack it up. That was the way to do it. That was the best. Yeah. 
and vanilla, right? Just a regular vanilla. They have chocolate. And yeah, it was the, the the basic one. There's yeah, a, there's a little bit of uh, underlying vanilla. This vanilla yeah. to this white cigar. inside of it. Sorry, Jonathan. Yes. We get yeah. distracted with food. Time. I yes. understand. It's I more understand. important. Can't help it. All right, so uh, that's it. We're going to go to break. When we come back, our number one movie choice and what pairs with it. These are movies we will be watching today. Uh, did you ever smoke at the movie theater? What are the laws? Letters in the mailbag and much more. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's Journal. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. 
The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hello and good afternoon. It's Randolph Churchill here. My great-grandfather would have loved the Cigar Authorities show. That's the best you got, Ed Sullivan? Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> two hours two hours of editing, that's all. Oh, and you, just, you just crapped on him. <laughs> We're back with our number two live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We're pairing cigars and movie. Welcome back, everybody. Um, yeah, we had Randolph Churchill. It was great. Uh, to have him on, but um, I wish he could have done the full hour. He was yeah. good. He was really we good. Got, we got a good 20 minutes out of him. So uh, it was fun to have him on there anyway. All right, we're going to light a second cigar right now. I don't know what to pair this with. What would you pair this cigar with? The King and I? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Aladdin. 
Today's second cigar is King's <laughs> Treasure, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for pure soul cigars. We're about to light up the 6x54 Toro, which features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over a secret binder and filler only known to the king himself. A single cigar will set you back $7.99, while a box is $142.99, which is a savings of almost $17, or 11% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. You know why I threw the cigar in? Because... It's in the it's in the contenders pack, and people are saying to me, "Oh, I had that, I had that, I had," and everybody's saying they didn't have this. And I said, "Wow, we didn't do this even on the show, so we got to get it in there. So let's do it. Let's give it a cut, light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands are raising prices. Perdomo. Cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence. Excellence. So this cigar is excellent. That's why it's a contender. I love the cigar. I go to it often. Uh, I can't believe we have not smoked this on the show. But we have it. There's a buttery butter. Butter on a Pop-Tart. I hate to say it, but it's butter on a Pop-Tart. <laughs> just the, the, and the outside without the strawberry that's inside. Yes, just the, the edge... That hasn't been filled. Yep. And, and not overcooked, just lightly toasted with buttery. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Stealth. Why, you disagree? Or is it because he nailed it? The Vertigo Stealth features three jets, single action, the patented Vertigo, big-ass tank, covered by a full metal jacket. You'd expect this to retail for over $100. Not true. It's twenty nine ninety nine for the Vertigo Stealth. Jonathan, on the pre-light, did you get any barnyard? A little bit of barnyard. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you. Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> little inside. You suck. Inside joke. And after the, the uh, legal thing goes away, we'll, uh, we'll bring that up to you in a later show. You're not prepared to talk about this yet. My um, First puff. My legal counsel would advise against it. Butterscotch. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's a butterscotch dum-dum. Oh, it's dum-dum. A dum-dum. Yeah, there is butterscotch. That's what you'd get going through the, uh, go to the bank, they got the little dum-dums. In the old days, even the dentist would give you a dum-dum after he cleaned your teeth. Yeah, Job security. Right. And chew this. Okay, a reminder for the contenders for the Cigar of the Year, and this is a contender for the Cigar of the Year. Uh, they are Christoph Vengeance, the Aladino Maduro, the Recluse Los Cabos, Aging Room Puricepa, Placencia Amo Campo, King's Treasure, and Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut, and the Balmoral, Connecticut. Those are the eight contenders for the Cigar of the Year. One of them will win. You can help us by voting. You pick up the contenders pack. It's $59.99 for eight cigars. In there is a little uh, website or something to go to. There's, there's email, an email address. Email address. And you go in there. Are they coming in yet? Yep, I've started to tally the votes. All right, so they're starting to pour in. We do have something in the lead, but All that's right. for me to know right now. All right. Uh, and give us your idea of uh, what you think is the best of it, and uh, we're going to give that major consideration. It is not a whoever votes the most ends up winning. It's just one of the criteria. It's important for us to know that, but uh, it's just one of them. 
and uh, we will get you at the end of the year with the winner of it. Next week is um, Cigar Journal Magazine's Cigar of the Year. They're going to give their top 25, and a new Cigar Journal just came in. This is a, uh, we have Carlito Fuente on the front cover of it, bilingual edition, um, and I happen to get, for the first time, I think, is the Spanish English. I usually get the German one. I don't know why, but You've been matter. getting the Spanish one for over a year now. Really? Yeah, you just don't <laughs> yeah. read Spanish or German. All right. It just happens to say it on there anyway. We, we did a whole segment about how they were splitting up the different languages and how we were going to get the English-Spanish. All right. Okay. And it's so, interesting. You got your delivery here in Salem. Yeah. In Nashua, we haven't gotten ours yet. Ah, so you don't even know what's in it. No. Great issue, by the way. Um, sl- slow Smoking wor- World Championship happened again. We have a new leader from Germany. Uh, Top-ranking cigars in here include, for 93-rated, the Padroni Anniversary 64, Soberano Maduro, and the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Connecticut Epicure. They take the lead in this issue. Um, story about the movie. Speaking of movies, uh, the film Hand Rolled. Uh, I don't know how somebody can see that yet, but um, now and then uh, it appears someplace. Uh, lots of new releases. Um, there was something in here. There Jonathan. was the strength. I read that article. The yeah. uh, the strength of tobacco, and it, very fascinating. Don't judge a book by its cover. Is the moral of the story very good? Worth a read. Yeah, the not so desperate housewives of Miami. All the uh, women from uh, Miami that are in the cigar business, um, and uh, the trophy awards, which we already covered. Uh, and a plea for brick-and-mortar retailers. Support the brick-and-mortar retailers, which is, a, which is another great story and an a, uh, important thing. So anyway, look for Cigar Journal magazine, and we're going to get to you next week and tell you what they pick for their top 25 and see uh, if they got it right, which actually has nothing to do with our blind taste testing. This is separate from that. Right. Um, I don't know what criteria they were actually using or something, but we'll get some more information. We suspected on at one point that we had the... The finals are of some kind in the in our pack last year. Yeah, we, we suspected that we were kind of because it was a shorter window and there were fewer cigars. Yeah, and it looked like we smoked these cigars before. Right. Yeah. Right. But they don't tell us. They don't say anything. They're very hush-hush, tight-lipped over there at Cigar Journal. And I'll tell you, sometimes we got the answers on the last one, but we've got a bunch of them where we gave our what we. Th- our, our ratings and our reviews, and then no answer back of what they were. Yeah, I think that's because they were transitioning Irene Ritter, who, uh, who was doing the tasting organization. Um, she's leaving Cigar Journal yes. at the end of the year. Yeah. And, you know, she uh, she lost her father, so I think that played into it a little okay. bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, so smoking in theaters. Uh, was smoking ever allowed in movie theaters? Yes, it was. Smoking in movie theaters was a very common place into the 70s, often in the balcony or loge area. Uh, I remember it. I remember when you could smoke in the theater. I wasn't old enough and I wasn't smoking, but you remember people smoking smoking cigarettes and cigars yeah. in movie theaters. It, it worked like the airplanes. You just label a section yeah. of smoking. And, and the smoke just stayed there. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Even a fair number of movie theaters uh, throughout the 80s and 90s. Uh, smoking in movie theaters is very commonly allowed often in the balcony and loge areas, I say, uh, and some, uh, even in the 90s, were uh, allowing it. 
I without in the 90s I went to a drive-in movie theater and I did smoke a cigar in a drive-in you, in your own car you do what you want yeah but I sat I sat on the hood of the car or whatever and had the speaker thingy off to the side yeah but you can do that you ever, still could do that you ever been to a drive-in yeah there's one here yeah, I've gone once don't remember the movie yeah couldn't tell you what I saw back in the day or back when I was like 18 19 because you were messing around yeah yeah he fell asleep <laughs> Without media fanfare, uh, the creation of fear of secondhand smoke. Most people didn't care about it or complain, but particularly enough separation was offered that non-smoking moviegoers didn't even worry about being surrounded uh, by chain smokers in the adjacent seats that were happening there. In 2008, for theaters and plays, the Colorado Supreme Court ruled 6-1 to one in December of 2008 that the state's ban on smoking extended to the actors on stage. A lot of times the actor, even to this day, you'll see them smoking because of their, their persona that they're playing is a cigar smoker or a cigarette smoker or whatever. It ruled that public health trumped freedom and expression. The theater argued that smoking that lingered on stage is crucial to set a mood, develop characters, and establish a time period very apparent misconceptions about the roles of smoking via freedom and expression. The U.S. Supreme Court later declined to even review that and called the first state court's decision in Colorado upholding the extension of smoking bans in theater performances. So this is taking away the rights and privileges. It, it trumps your freedom. That's where the problem arises here. Clearly, the Supreme Court isn't ready to hear it at this point again. But maybe we get lucky enough and they end up doing it. But not just the, um, what if they had smoking day at the theater and people could mm -hmm. choose to go to the theater and smoke a cigar? Maybe I'd go to the theater. I don't go to the theater. It's, do you go to the theater? No. Not a movie theater, a play? No. I've thought about maybe going to see the, uh, the Nutcracker or something. I, I think I'd like that. But I, it's the tights, gone. right? Yeah, it's ballet tights. Yeah, you'd like it. <laughs> it's good for you. It's good for you. So Andex in the chat room said a, a smoking section in the theater is like a peeing section in the pool. Yeah. No, it's, it, it, it's, it's a lot like it was on the airplanes that the yeah. smoking section didn't work out well. But that with smoke rises. So what they ended up doing is right. on the balcony, that was a smoking section, and everybody's smoking, and the smoke's going up, and it's not bothering anybody that doesn't want to be up there. Why not? Give me a break. Okay, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Would you rather be a police officer? Well, we did this last week. Yep. Yep. Okay, I did that. Um, would you rather have bad breath or smelly feet? Bad breath or smelly feet? you got to pick one of them. For you personally, not uh, what would you rather have the other person be, but... Would you have, rather have bad breath or smelly feet? I would take the smelly feet. Yeah, smelly feet. Smelly yeah. feet. You could always put a blanket over your feet. Like keep your shoes on. Right. You're not one that takes your shoes off in an airplane, right? No. At home, yeah. Anywhere else, though. No. Do you have no. an airplane at home? <laughs> you no. take your shoes off in an airplane? 
No. You usually sleep on the airplane. Shut up. <laughs> you have the unbelievable <laughs> ability to catch me taking a little shut eye every time we fly together. I take a picture every time. Yeah, because then he, tells, it gets, he tells me he doesn't. He's going on the plane. Yeah, I can't sleep on the plane as he's getting on the plane. And then 10 minutes later or something, I turn my head, he's asleep, and I take the picture of him. It gets texted around the, <laughs> yeah. the whole plane and ends up on Facebook. Ed Sullivan, you want smelly feet or bad breath? I'll take the feet. Yeah, not even a no. thing. Okay, all right. So let's get to it. We'll start with Barry this time. Barry, uh, a movie we have to watch. It's your favorite. We all have to watch it now. Well, it's not a favorite, but it's a movie. What do you I, mean it's not your favorite? I enjoy it. And uh, it's a historical movie, and it came out in 1979, and it uh, detailed Rome. And it was starred Peter O'Toole and Helen Mirren. Caligula. And the movie was Caligula, the uncut version. And it gets paired with Julius Caesar. Whoa. Perfect pairing. Perfect yeah. pairing. I've seen it, so I don't have to watch it again. I've seen it as well. Yeah. I think uh, I saw it. Nope. I think I saw it in... Uh in oh, you know school, if you I'll, saw that. But I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, watch it again. It. I'm gonna have to revisit it. The Put un, that on the your list. Cut version. Caligula. You're gonna like it, actually. <laughs> that's that's not uh, painful to you. You should be fine with it. You should have no problem. You should enjoy it. Is there some sort of homoerotic oh, thing happening sick. in the movie? <laughs> sick. It's sick. It's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Not this liking a, this. This cigar could go with that. King's Treasure. Could. Okay, I guess. All right. Caligula. His favorite movie. Oh, it's not my favorite movie. He had, he had a whole week to plan for this. More than a week. Uh, sometimes the comedic effect is better. Like, you know, I had Wula with Easy Money on my list, but I didn't go with that. I've seen it. It's good. And Wula would have been a great pairing. You got any any other uh, honorable mention you need to uh, out? Yeah, Elvira's Mistress of the Dark with Me Carita, which translates to My Mistress. Yeah. Um, Dead Poet Society with Byron. And uh, Captain America with United Cigars. Okay. Dead Poet Society. That's, that, that is not... Pairing a cigar because the name of the cigar is in the movie somehow is not a pairing. You you got to think you're going to watch a movie and you're going to your humidor and you're going to pick out a cigar that's going to go good with the movie you're about to watch. Right. You, if you had that cigar and then you say, oh, I'm watching. You know, if I was watching Dead Poet Society, I would grab a Byron. He was a poet. And Dead to poet, me, that would go with the movie. So Dead Poet Society. Tell, tell me about that movie. That was with Robin Williams as an English teacher at an all boys school. And uh, his teachings weren't agreed with by the uh, staunch conservative parents. Yeah, I, I didn't I never saw that. I never saw it. Dead Poet Society. <laughs> Dead Poet Society, I wouldn't watch it, right? Yeah, it was a, it I've was heard a, of it. No, it was a good movie. Yeah? All right. It's, um, show them how it's done. All right. My top pick is about a guy who has his precious rug peed on. Ah! And that great movie. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Seen it? Yeah. Seen it. I knew everyone would have seen it, but I wasn't trying that to is a, torture the rest of the panel. That is a cult classic. That is a great movie. And, and what would you pair with that? Well, I went with the Asylum 80 Corojo. That, you could call that cigar the Big Lebowski. <laughs> ah. 
That's how it's done. Now, now do you get it? That's a, it's decent. It's a decent pairing, I guess. <laughs> you guess. He wouldn't have that in his humidor. We didn't say you have to have the cigar. You have to pair it. But that's the now you spirit go, of the challenge. You have a giant humidor here. We yeah. have it. I'm going home to watch The Big Lebowski. You know what? I'm going to grab an asylum for the movie. Yeah, so why, there. Why is, not that, why is that not valid? And is it, it's a movie you watch many times. You're flipping through. There it is again. You, you catch it. You Back in the olden days when they sold DVDs, that's the only one I ever bought. Wow. It's the only film I ever paid my hard-earned cash to buy. There we go. Now, I don't have a DVD player anymore, but, but you, I've but got you the, have movie. the movie. So if we wanted to watch it on DVD here, we could. And we could have the asylum with but, it. By the way, the chat room saying the best pairing so far of the show is Dead Poet Society with Byron. Hmm? It's not even a thing. It's not on your list. That's it's an honorable, honorable mention. mention. You yeah. get no credit. May God have mercy you, you on know, your soul. <laughs> you're like the kid that's like, I'm taking my ball and going home. Just, yeah. like, you're just not taking it serious. I had uh, Cujo and Guardian of the Farm on the list. That's another great pairing. That is yes. good. Yes. That's good. Did you ever see Cujo? Did you ever no. see Cujo? You never saw it? You'd love it. That's a good horror flick. I'm not seeing it if it's a horror One flick. One of the few horrors horror. I've seen. It's not even horror. It, 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 it's it's more of a thriller. Yeah, it's a psychological. Thriller. Very good. You should see Cujo. Mm-hmm. Very good movie. Gotti in the farm with the dog. It's actually beautiful pairing. Another great one. <laughs> Another yeah. great one. What's the tornado movie with Jodie Foster? Twister. Twister. Yeah. So we're gonna pair Twister with every torpedo because they're similarly shaped. No. Oh, right. Does it make sense? No. All right. What do you think of King's Treasure? It's very good. I'm getting a little uh, a little white pepper. Maybe you dip your dum dum in a, <laughs> a little white pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Suck on I it. I wish I would dip my dum dum. <laughs> little vanilla, little hint of vanilla. Yeah, I floral think the, aroma. I think very the, relaxing cigar that I could watch with any movie. This is what this type of cigar I want to smoke yeah. all the time. It doesn't make me a bad guy. It no. makes me. You know what? You know what? I, I would say that this is pretty close to your grandfather's Connecticut, though. Yeah, I'll agree with that. A little diamond crownish. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of flavor Both to it. Both king and crown. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. I this know. has the flavor that says it's not your father's Connecticut, <laughs> but the strength level is your father's. But how about your grandfather's, grandfather's Connecticut? <laughs> It's well made. I mean, you got a you got a solid, solid burn line. The combustion's impeccable. The draw is great. For the you, money, this is a really good. And by you, the way, Joe Gutt said it was Helen Hunt, not Jodie Foster. Whatever. A twister. Yes, you're still it was. not pairing it with friggin'. <laughs> oh, we're going to pair it with a barber pole because everything Twist, got mixed up in the twister. That would be better. That's a no, good idea. a barber pole. See now, no. now you would have been. That would have been good. Oh, now I'm thinking. Now I'm That thinking. would have been good. There was a cigar at the Sereno booth at IPCPR that had wind in the name of it. Wind? Yeah. Do you remember the cigar? They shared the booth with Sereno. Bespoke. Bespoke, right. Bespoke. One of their cigars has wind in the name of it. Okay. That would be the perfect think cigar. It's not they call it the wind. Barry Stein. It's the breaking wind. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, the final favorite movies uh, to pair with also um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Let's get back to that and uh, other Christmas classics. And we might even get a three-way in here. We'll see if we got time. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameroon binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. 
Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the King's Treasure, and we're talking movie pairings with cigars. And that's how I want to watch all my movies now. Smoking them with cigars. I don't do it often enough. I think it's the greatest. All right. Um, Dave's favorite movie that you're going to have to watch if you haven't seen it already. And I noticed all mine. Everything's in the 70s. I had one, the Blues Brothers, 1980. This one also was 1980. That's as far back as I go. I live... In the 70s, early 80s. Uh, it's a romantic comedy. And you're going to have to watch it if you haven't. Uh, romance is not with a person, though. It's with food. Dom DeLuise loves food. Hits home. Written and directed by Ian Bancroft, who also stars in it as Dom's sister. Ian Bancroft is married to Mel Brooks. She was also Mrs. Robinson in The Graduate. Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie a 40. Terrible, right? Uh, they say it's a bad movie. I've modeled my life after this movie. Yeah, but I think it's great. Um, the movie is Fatso. <laughs> did you see it? You know, nope. you did not. You're going to love it. Yep. Uh, and what goes with that <clears throat> is Nub. <laughs> Short and fat, just like Dom DeLuise. <laughs> he, he wasn't all that fat then. He became very yeah. fat after that movie. But uh, funny, funny, laugh out loud movie. I can't not watch it if it's on. Another movie that couldn't be made today because people would be offended. Yeah. 
Oh, my God. Is that hilarious? I tried Ed to Sullivan, you ever see it? Absolutely. Dom DeLuise was big back in that era. so I saw He was pushing 350 easy. Pretty much. I mean, big <laughs> yeah. at the movies, even. But I, I saw everything he came up yeah. with. Yeah. And Great movie. Uh, so you're the only one that has to watch it. I tried uh, looking up Caligula on Netflix, and apparently it's too pornographic. Correct. For Netflix. So I don't know where I'm going to see it. Well, you're going to see it, I, because that's you, the rule. I'll tell you what, for your birthday, I'll get it for you on DVD. Ah. Right. So you Perfect. don't have to watch it this week. Perfect. But you will have to watch it. And I'll have to explain to my wife why I have a Caligula <laughs> DVD. Speaking of your birthday, um, we got our first event coming up uh, for the new year. Uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop presents the first annual Meatball. The Clash of the Meatballs 2019, Thursday, January 31st, 2019. Five meatballs compete head-to-head, and you decide. Macaroni, garlic bread, and all five meatballs are are included. Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust will be joining us and supplying one of the meatballs. And giving out two of his cigars, the Micarita and the Sober Mesa, which is what we'll have after dinner as we talk over the mm-hmm. table uh, about his cigars and everything. Uh, Mr. Jonathan will be supplying one of the meatballs. I will be supplying the meatballs. Ed Sullivan will be supplying one of the meatballs. And the other thought was a store-bought meatball to throw in there. I would like a chance at that fifth meatball. Whip up some meatballs this week. Bring them into the show next week. We'll taste your balls. We'll <laughs> let you know. Do you cook meatballs? I have. Because you've never shared food in your life. No, I don't. I <laughs> usually eat them all because they're that good. Really? Yes. So, yeah. Hey, I'm an honorary Italian. My business partner in New York used to introduce me as Barry Stinelli. Right. So, therefore, I am qualified Fair. to cook a nice Barry, Italian here, meatball. Here's my concern. You yes. have to supply 50, and I have a feeling you'll say, well, well I've only got 12 left. I'll, I'll make 60. Will that be enough? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll eat 10. And- yeah, 50 meatballs. So, on the plate is going to be their, their pasta, their garlic bread, and then the five meatballs with a little um, flag. A little flag. With, yep. And uh, then the people are going to decide who ends up winning the meatball. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, Make a batch of meatballs and bring them in. we got to know that you can hang. I will bring you some meatballs. All right. Uh, Mr. Jonathan will be providing dessert. After all, it will be his birthday, That's January correct. 31st. Make yourself a nice cake and bring it in. You can make the cake. I have people for that. All right. I'll oh, hire uh, Sammy B's custom carpentry <laughs> to make the cake. And cake making business. <laughs> Thursday, January 31st, 2019, 6 to 8 p.m. Advanced tickets only. Tickets are twenty nine ninety nine. That's it. A couple of cigars. A great time. And uh, we'll start it off the year off like that. So that's that. Okay. Good. All right. On to Dave's favorite was uh, was the fatso, so we got that. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Peter is at it again. 
Following the ludicrous claims that milk was a racist drink, now the group has a new list of demands. These demands are that certain phrases need to be removed as the group claims it's hate speech toward vegans. Some of the phrases include beating a dead horse, bringing home the bacon, spanking the monkey, and choking the chicken. Well, Peter, my group, People Eating Tasty Animals, has a list of our demands. We want you to stop saying tomato, tomato, and potato, potato. You know what? Let's just call the whole thing off, and you could go <laughs> suck a duck. Yeah. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Oh, my. It is crazy what they're doing. There's yeah. crazy stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, they want to change the expressions. Instead of killing two birds with one stone, you're feeding two birds with one scone. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, God. It's horrible. Why would anyone have a scone? I like a scone. I don't like scones. No? Kind of, no, kind of dry. Kind of dry, dry, but you have them with coffee. With a nice well, what about glass with of milk clotted and- cream on that scone? Clotted cream. Don't know oh, what that is. This is a delicacy. We'll have to partake. Uh, all right. I'm. I don't know how I feel about that. No, you feel good about. Do it. I? Clotted. Uh, yeah, it's a dairy product. They do this in the UK. It doesn't go bad. It's not like it. It formed the cottage I, cheese type of. I, no, no. I believe it has to be refrigerated, though. All right. I'm in. Spread some of that on, and maybe some strawberry I'm, jam. I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak for Dave. He's not in. I'm in. He's not in. And don't tell him what's in it. By the way, a quick comment from Scott Weeks, who's been watching the whole show. Says, you guys are so much fun to listen to, really entertaining. But listen, four guys in a studio smoking cigars with a combined 19 movies named so far. And not one of you has said Full Metal Jacket. Come on. That's yeah. that's Scott Weeks. That's, Full I Metal mean, Jacket's a one and done. Apocalypse Now was on my honorable mention, mm-hmm. but... You could smoke a risotto, I guess, with that one. What do I have for an honorable mention here? I got uh, Saturday Night Fever with Studio 21. I got Death Wish, 1974. One Man's Vengeance. What are you pairing now? Ah, Vengeance. Christoph Vengeance. (laughs) Okay. Moving right along. Hey, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Of course. Sure. So anything that has the Santa Claus in it, well, it's, I mean, the movie's it was taking place during Christmas time. The entire Christmas party. movie is based on a Christmas party that gets broken up by terrorists. Yeah, it's a Christmas And he movie. just wants to get home to his, his family, little girl, and here he is having to save the world. Yeah. Right. It's a touching story. It's, I like it, too. I know of what's going to happen, and I stay and watch that. Yeah, that's, that's a go-to if it's on the, if it's on the TV. That's a die. It, it happens to always be on TV around Christmas time. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> I think not. But I think it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this for the Don or not? Are you trying to run out time so that we don't get to my movie? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> There's one hanging on. There's too much time. Because if I got to watch Caligula, <laughs> you guys have to watch mine. One million dollars. Would you star in one hardcore porn movie? Yes. It will be the first thing that pops up every time somebody <laughs> Google, Googles your name. Yes. One million dollars. Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. I'm in. And they get to watch you because it's a porn 
There's I mean, a lot of things you not, wouldn't do for a million be, dollars. It's not nothing. gonna be all that entertaining. Do I get to pick Insert the porn, somewhere do close I get to pick the porn star? No, nope. you don't get to pick it's, anything. It's uh. a short film. <laughs> it's a short film. <laughs> They're gonna have to have a uh, one of those lenses that's not wide angle. It's the other angle. <laughs> You would do it. You oh, would do I, it. Ed Sullivan? Nah. No way. I I'd would probably never. get full body waxed for it. I mean, I'd be ready. Yeah, telephoto lens. Right? Barry Stein, you would do it. I would do it. But I'd have to be able to pick the porn star. If I can't, it changes the whole time. No, it doesn't. <laughs> who would for you, a million dollars? Who would you pick? Just interested. Somebody I used to work with. Ooh. <laughs> I'm really? glad it's no one you work with now. <laughs> that That's what they do? That's what she now does, yes. And she didn't work for me. No, she did not work for you. Okay. <laughs> really? She, she worked for a cigar manufacturer in Florida. No kidding. Yeah. You'll have to tell me after this. Yes. <laughs> Do I know them? Probably not. She was oh. she she did some billing, but she was only there for like three months maybe. All right. And then she went back to work. And uh, then she went into From there. Yeah. She did a modeling gig at a adult convention in Miami. She got offered a job by Bang Brothers and she became a <laughs> well, huh? porn star. Bang Brothers, huh? Yeah. Good name for for what else were they gonna do? Two guys named Bang, right? <laughs> so on to my movie Deep Throat. No, Which no, is, no. <laughs> well, no, that's fine. I've seen it. Yeah, I seen it too. <laughs> All right, so this is it. Mr. Jonathan's favorite movie. That he's going to peer with a cigar. All right. The movie. Favorite movie that you've watched over and over again. Over and over again. All right. Now, I'm premising this. There's a little history behind the movie because on my wife's and my first meeting, I said to her, we were talking about favorite movies. And I said, I'm not even going to tell you what my favorite movie is because it's embarrassing and and you've never seen it. And she said, mine's kind of embarrassing, too. And I said, all right, well, let's write them down. So we wrote him down, and we switched cards, and it was the same movie. Get out. It was the same movie. We're it, both equally embarrassed to say that this was the famous movie. And you just boyfriend and girlfriend at the time? Not even. This was our first meeting. We were walking around Manchester, New Hampshire, until 3 in the morning. Yes. Wow. How wonderful. This is from the soundtrack the, the, of the movie. Then you said, we're in love. This it is your my soulmate at this point. It came out in 1993, starring Richard Gere. Set in the south of the United States, just after the Civil War, a farmer returns home from the war, but his wife begins to suspect he is an imposter. The subplot has the town coming together to grow and bring to market a large tobacco crop. Really? The movie does not specify if the tobacco would be used for cigars or pipe smoking, but there is pipe smoking featured in the movie when they're testing the, the curing of the tobacco. The quote is, I never loved him. The way that I love you. I would pair the movie with my very first Holy Grail cigar, the Byron Elegante in the tube, the first time it came out. That was my favorite cigar for about four years. Uh, And in in order to get it, you had to buy the six-pack, which I didn't always have the money for. But when I had the money for it, I'd buy the whole six-pack. And I coveted that cigar. I only shared it four times. Once with you. You did. With my brother and, uh, and his son. The movie is Summersby. Summers B. How do you spell that? S-O-M-E-R-S-B-Y. And you all better write it down because I know none of you seen it. Jody, who's, who's, Jody Foster was the star Who's the quote officer. from the movie? I've never loved him the way that I love you. You've told that to quite a few people. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so why, is it. It, why is it such a good movie? It's a chick flick. 
it is a chick flick, but it's very well done. And the, the, the way that the plot ends up working out, I don't want to spoil it, but it's. But you it's, said that's just to get into your wife's pants, right? No, we wrote it down. There was no hiding it. It was just, this is the movie. Boom. There you go. Summersby. I never heard of that. That Christmas, we each bought the DVD for the other person without knowing as a Christmas present. So I have two copies of it at home. I think less of you. <laughs> if that's possible. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> well, that's a loser. Oh, man. It's almost two hours long, too. So. It's an hour and 54 minutes. I'm only watching 90 minutes. <laughs> you, you won't be able to stop, I promise you. Really? It's very good. And is it a, is a highly acclaimed movie? Like, people... There's two people that like it, but I mean, is this a... <laughs> no. IMDb has a very run-in-the-mill. It's a 6.2 rating. No. What's the Rotten Tomatoes on that? I'd have to look it up. <laughs> wow. That's terrible. Good movie? Wow. Few people All in men the in the audience, and they're saying they liked it. They're admitting it, but they're men. They're real men. I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah? 62% on the tomato meter. That's good, right? It's not very good. No, it's not very good. Oh, I thought you said 92. No, six, six out of 10. Six, 62. It's a good movie. Yeah. Richard Gere, Jodie Foster, Civil War era. I know both of them. So the picture for the movie on Rotten Tomatoes is Jodie Foster shaving Richard Gere. Really? Yeah. Which part of the body? The, well. <laughs> <laughs> and does she cut it's his, Jonathan's movie. Do we really need to does she say cut it out his, loud? Does she cut his throat or something? Is she's this going got, anywhere? She's got the straight edge. Now, I know that there's people out there who have seen the movie and they'll agree with me. You can't see the movie and then say it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's very good. Very well done. The acting's good. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> the plot twists are great. James Earl Jones has a cameo. He's a judge in the movie. All right, we got time to squeeze in a classic three-way. Let's do it. Ed Sullivan, you've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous. Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. I'm loving this King's Treasure. It's very this good. is my type of cigar. What to pair it with is the question. Okay, who's our champion? Uh, Jonathan, I think. I think it is me. I think it is. So we'll start with you. Jim Morrison. American singer, songwriter, The Doors, and poet, born in Melbourne, Florida. Died in 1971, but he was born today. What year? Waiting for Barry to finish his math over there. 1939. 39. 32. 32. <coughs> uh, it's 19. I'll go 43. 
So you didn't write it down. No, but I knew he was 27 when he died. Because they were all 27. Doing the math, you know how it's going to be. Because two points, Ed Sullivan. You know about the 27. Do you know about the 27? All the famous. Yeah. He died at 27. And I said what year that he was born. I kind of gave the yeah, answer I, to him. I didn't write it down, but I was doing math doing in my math. head. All right, you're going to go with what you're going to go with. Because you got two points there. I don't want Jonathan crying over here. Um, over to Barry. The Deer Hunter. Directed by Michael Shimano and starring Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, Meryl Streep, premieres in Los Angeles, wins the Academy Award for Best Picture. Came out today. What year? 1979. 79, he says. 1977. 77. Uh, 1997. 97. 77, I'll take it. It's 78. Ed Sullivan, three points. And over to Ed Sullivan. Sam Kinison, American screaming comedian and actor. Back to school. Charlie Hoover, born in Washington, died in 1992. But at the age of 27. But born today, what year? 1941. 41, he says. I have 41 as well. 41 as well. 53. 53 for two points, Barry Stein. He says it like he knew it, and he knew it. And it's over back to Jonathan. Flyer Ron Hextall becomes the first goalie to actually score a goal. What year? Ron Hextall, the first 1979. goalie. 1979. 1980. 80. 1975. 75. Barry will take the point at 80. It's 87. We got a 3-3 three three tie, and Mr. Jonathan's sitting here with a goose egg. Three questions to go. Yeah, but uh, let's not forget, you all have to watch Summersby. <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing, if it's so great. We'll report back, tell you how wrong you were. Sinead O'Connor, Irish singer-songwriter, nothing compares to you. Born in Ireland, this day, what year? Who goes? Barry. 79. 79. 1965. 65. 62. 62. Ed Sullivan, 65 at 66. We got four for Ed Sullivan, three for Barry. Mr. Jonathan gets nothing. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Nicki Minaj, Trinidadian American rapper and singer. Super bass starship, born in Spain, Trinidad. Today, what year? 1985. 85. Doing the math, 1982. 82. Truffle butter. And I had ah. 1988. 88. It's not what you think. <laughs> Two points for Barry Stein. Barry Stein with five. Ed Sullivan with four. Mr. Jonathan with none. One question remain. Who's this over to, Ed Sullivan? Three. Yes. The eighth Billboard Music Awards. Happened today. Leanne Reams, Rhymes and the Spice Girls win. What year was it? Wow. Spice Girls, huh? Leanne Reams? Leanne Rhymes? Uh, 19. 1990. 
91. Mr. Jonathan gets it, and he's not shut out. It's 1997. He gets a point, but the winner is Barry Stein with five points. Congratulations, Barry. And who, who got the best pairing, do you think? Of, <coughs> of, or what are the people saying on the chat box still? The, the chat box said the best pairing was something that wasn't in my top five. Okay. They said that Dead Poet Society and Byron was the best pairing all show. Um, so I guess we go with that. Because um, you got it. No, but that's really the only one that people said. You should have had it on your list. I had a lot of other cigars on my list of uh, great movies that I love, but I was looking for what was the right one. You could have went with uh, like a John Wayne movie and done um, Aladino, like the Alamo and Aladino. Right. And That's not a way to pair something. It sounds similar. <laughs> I wonder if... I wonder if Do you know what Aladino is? It's a factory. No. The Aladino factory. No. It is a factory. No. It is. No, it is not. Okay. I'll show you the bottom of a box downstairs. It says, made at the Aladino factory. No. I don't think so. Aladino is a movie theater. It's a movie theater. Maybe this In was... Honduras, called Aladino. Maybe they converted it into a cigar factory? I don't know. But that's what it is. It's a movie theater. Which would be perfect to... Pair with yeah. any movie of that. Yeah, we well means movie. Especially theater. if the movie played at that movie theater. If you went into the history of it, and I was looking to see what was the first movie played there, what was the last movie played there, something to try to make some serious con cigar connection. But I don't think that a smoker puts that much thought into what they're smoking with the movie. That's because they never did before. But now I think it's, it's a, a thing. thing. Now we've made it a thing, and I think we should make a monthly movie night. That we come here and watch a movie and pair it with the cigar, and you don't know what the movie's going to be because there might be problems with, we were talking on break, might be problems promoting it. But you come here and here's the pairing. And maybe it's a movie people never saw before, but we know it's a really good movie, and they'll say, well, I never would have went and saw that movie, and it turned out to be really good, which is what I like to do with cigars. Wow, I never tried that cigar before, and wow, I really like it. It's something you would have never tried before. So there's where the connection like ends up happening. Summer bees or whatever. Well, it is. again, the jury's out on that. Right. You got a sixty-two with regular people saying it, and then yeah, adult see, male people. See, I thought when he said it, it was the season summer, and it was about bees. In which case, you know what you could pair it. Yeah. With. You could pair it with the black honey. Yeah. Right. Which they, they which the same name. Which That's would go with go with the sting, obviously. <laughs> Right. Uh, this was fun. <laughs> I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. So keep those things coming because uh, it was fun he, until he gave his favorite movie. Yeah. yeah. Now it's a chore. <laughs> now it's a chore. But imagine we all have seen everything else. Yeah. So what do you have to see? I have to see Summersby. That's all I have to see. Summersby. Well, you wrote down a couple of others yeah, that, that you want to see. Yeah, that I may uh, check out a little bit of, but I'll sit through this whole thing because that's what I promised to do. But I would like you both to sit through The Godfather. You say you're not going to do I, I it. I told Heidi to get it for me for Christmas. I am going to watch it. And just because I don't want to be associated with Mr. Jonathan. There we go. It. And now that I'll be the last holdout, I'll never see it ever for any reason. And it'll be perfect. This is the Godfather right here. 
<sighs> it's such a good movie. And once you see one, you have to go see two because you'll say, that was really good. I got to admit that. Wait till you see two because I think it's one of the only movies that the number two was better than number one. Maybe I'll see number two. Uh, you could. You could see one, two instead, of, instead, but then you don't get the history. It kind of goes backwards. They, they have one that's all put together. Yeah, but I mean, it's a six-hour thing. You got to really make a commitment to see the whole thing put together, um, which doesn't include three. Which I've been told don't see three. That I'm I'm prepared to be committed most days, so I, I could do it. Six hours. Yeah, I've done it. I'm not doing it. I've done it multiple times. But it's one of those movies you'll. It, it's not a waste that you buy that movie because you'll watch it over and over and over again. That's it. That's all I got. Anything else? King's Treasure? Listen, it's very good. Certainly deserving of being in the Contenders Pack. This is going to be for the people that like a milder cigar. High-end milder cigar. If you're into things like Diamond Crown, Davidoff, I think King's Treasure sits in there at a lower price point and a great cigar. Yeah, this would be easy, easily something that someone might look overlook because it's $8. An Ashton Smoker, here you go. Yeah, it's very good. And I would pair this with all the King's men. Ah! That's not the way to do it. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. No. No. And what did you pair with uh, Summersby? That is uh, Byron Elegante in the tube. Well, that Byron Elegante, that's what I will, it'll, it'll make it less painful. <laughs> <laughs> no, these guys are saying it's a good movie anyway, so we'll see what it is. I'm not into that type of movie. and if I, I normally if, am not either. And if I met a girl and she said, this is my favorite movie, I would be less into it probably. At least I didn't pick the Titanic. I like that movie too. Ugh. I've never seen that. You don't, don't need to. You don't need to. Jonathan likes things that go down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. Next week, Cigar Journal releases its top 25, and we're going to discuss that, and also the history of cigar smoking bans and how it all started banning smoking and accommodating from a, accommodating turning into obstruction. We'll talk uh, to live listeners and viewers and lots more. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, keep those stupid ideas coming. Because we didn't learn anything in the last two hours. But keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.